It's time to get casually uncomfortable with your host, Chuck Jerome. Viewer discretion is advised. So I guess every now and then I'm going to have to start doing this proper. You know what I'm saying? And welcome back to Casually Uncomfortable with me, your host, Chuck Jerome. And today's episode is about total and utter randomness. Nope, there's no rhyme, there's no reason, just shit off the top of my head, put down onto a piece of paper, and ranted in a dark room into a microphone. (laughs) And when you boil it down, I sound like a psycho. So let's start the show. Welcome, 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 people. Welcome to the show. (laughs) Hope things are going well for everybody. I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. Today's show is going to be all over the place, like I just said. But... Before we really get into all this, Facebook, Instagram, Casually Uncomfortable. Check it out. I'm not there every day. I don't have time for that kind of shit. But what I will do is to make sure to let you all know when stuff's coming out and when stuff's coming up. So check it out from time to time. You don't have to go there every day. It's all good. Just make sure you come here every Friday. And don't forget, don't forget. Hey, listen. Wednesdays, Wednesdays at five, news edition, sorry, sorry, news edition on Wednesday, check that shit out, it's just a little more craziness to get you through the week, okay, so listen, I'm loving this, and I'm having all types of fun, and I hope you are too, and eventually, Once I completely have all my ducks in a row and I have a complete understanding of what the fuck I'm doing, I'm going to start getting some good suggestions because I know there's shit out there that you want to hear me lose my mind about. And there's stuff out there that I'm not thinking about. Little things. Doesn't have to be anything crazy. Well, actually it does. But this is actually a suggestion from someone close to me, who works in a grocery store. And grocery stores are kind of like restaurants. Everybody's rushing around, thinking they're the only ones in there, and their shit is the only one that doesn't stink. Like, come on. So, what they wanted me to talk about was, when you're at the register, put your motherfucking phone down. Why are you on your phone trying to conduct business? If you wanted to stay on your phone and fucking order shit, you should have fucking Amazon something or fucking Grubhubbed it. I don't get it. Get into the store. Get out. You think that cashier wants to hear your dumb conversation about your, what, child support or how your girlfriend, boyfriend doesn't do this or that? No. Fuck you. Fuck your groceries and fuck the person on the other line. The polite thing to do would be to look at your phone, possibly answer it, and go, hey, let me give you a call right back. 
I'm in the fucking grocery store. Not, hey, yeah, all right. And it's always a loud conversation. Nobody, nobody, not the fifth person behind you wants to hear what you're talking about because it's always something stupid. Yeah, I went out last week. I was fucked up. So again, you go out to the store, you're out to the store to buy shit and get the fuck out of the store. Not staying around. There's usually no loitering around stores. So uh, you're probably going to get arrested. Get the fuck out. And I hope the bottom of your bag falls out. You know what kind of pisses me off more than these dummies at the register? These rappers. These motherfuckers have so much money. And I don't, I don't know where the fuck they keep it. I guess they just keep it in boxes in their fucking house. Because every time I see, especially the younger ones now, they'll take the money, they're just flashing it, they'll take it and fucking extend their arm and then put a stack of money on it and then kind of like fan it out so it's fucking hundreds of thousands of dollars run out across their arm. It looks cool and it looks stupid. You know what you never see? Those rappers donating any part of that money. It's always, I got to get a new car. I got to get a bigger car. This week, I'm going to get a jet with five bedrooms in it. Or I'm going to get a house in the woods with a bunker. And you're like, what the fuck is going on? Why do they need all this shit? Nobody needs all that shit. Everybody wants all that shit. I mean, I don't know. Maybe if I had that type of money, I'd want to live like that. But honestly, that is not me. I want to be away from people. <laughs> that bunker does sound pretty good. <laughs> like I said last time, the vax wars are coming. Yes, they have all this money, but you just never see them trying to help anybody else benefit from what they've done. You got to help people out. If you got it, do it. Like I'm doing this. I can help promote people from time to time. Hey, someone's always got something going on. You have friends. Yeah, you're probably hooking them up. But what about the people in your community when you were growing up? Maybe there were some cool people there. You're going to help them out? You're going to fan them with a little bit of money? Nope. <laughs> They're going to keep it all. I hate that shit. But then again, that's not my money. And if it's yours, you can do whatever the fuck with it. But you just look like an asshole. An inconsiderate asshole. But the best is when they take like five to six stacks of fucking hundreds and put it up to their ear, hold it in one hand like they're talking on the phone. I always fucking hate that. I want to take that fucking stack of money, put it in a bag, and just fucking beat them with it. Ah, look at me. I'm on a money phone. I hope your fucking lights get turned off, bitch. <laughs> hope you're playing with your money so much you forget to pay your bills. That's what you fucking get. Okay, here's an example if you just think I'm going crazy. That little fucking golem-looking motherfucker that got that uh, stone or crystal or whatever the fuck in the middle of his forehead. Yeah, that's when you know you have too much money. 
He should have just kept fanning the money, put that shit on a bed. He, he could have just slept on the money. No. He wanted to fucking put a fucking gemstone in his fucking forehead. What the fuck? Ugh. And then you saw, like, that shit was like, <laughs> they said it was leaking. Ugh. Get the fuck out of here. Ugh. I would have put him uh, somewhere. But like, dude, no. You got you got fucking diamond dust in your fucking forehead. We're going to have to go uh, take you behind this shed. There's no bringing you back from that. <laughs> diamond dust? Uh, what the fuck is that dude doing? Uh, that's, that's too much money. He should have just got a car or a fucking jet ski or something. <laughs> Helped out the community. Sent out some turkeys on the holiday or something. <laughs> Not drill stones into your head. Come on, man. Get your shit together. Listen to me. If you're driving down the road and see a cop has someone pulled over, get over into the left lane and mind your fucking business. If you're driving down the road and you see an accident on the side of the road, cautiously, just go the fuck past it. Why do you need to rubberneck? I fucking hate it. You're driving somewhere, traffic comes to a fucking standstill. For what? Because everybody wants to get nosy at the accident on the fucking right-hand side of the road. It happens all the time. You're like, oh my God, what's happening up here? You can't see anything. You're looking, you're looking. Two miles down the road, you're like, man, what the fuck is going on? And then you get there, and it's one car disabled on the side of the road. What happened? It's just smoking. But everybody wanted to see what the fuck was going on instead of driving down the road. Hey, the highway says 65. Why are we doing 40? <laughs> <laughs> it's not like there's a crowd of people on the side of the road. It's just one disabled smoking car. Fuck. Just go. Then you're going to cause an accident looking at an accident. I've seen it so many times. Ooh, ooh, what happened? I got to see. I got to see if somebody's hurt. No, you're a sick fuck. Get to your destination, bitch. And it's not like you were going to even heroically jump out of your car and save anybody. You were just going to drive on by. Hope they're okay. That's it. You're just being nosy. Fucking nosy, rubbernecking son of a bitch. Mind your fucking business. Damn. All the time. All the fucking time. All right, so if you know anything about me, I'm not big into smoking cigarettes. Not my thing. I think it's a shitty habit. It smells and you don't look cool. But if you do it, whatever. That's on you. I'm, I'm not talking about that. What I want to know is, why is it when some people drink, they immediately fucking after they want a cigarette? I've never seen it. Even for people who don't really smoke, who have smoked maybe in the past, they're always like, yeah, if I have a drink, I have to have a cigarette after. I don't know what that is. I've never heard anything like that. Now, me, a non-cigarette smoker, 
I've never, ever been like, damn, this drink is good, but you know what'll make it better? A new port. Maybe even two. Actually, what I'm thinking is, you know what'll make this drink better? If I fucking put it down and go get a blunt. You don't feel like shit after one of those. You're productive. You're happy. You want to get creative. Sometimes you just might get tired. But you never really want to go, hey, I'm going to fight that guy over there because he looked at me wrong. (laughs) That's not going to happen on weed. Alcohol, you're going to feel like Superman and try and fight the whole fucking bar. Nah, man. You get a good blunt, go sit somewhere, and mind your fucking business. This is why I also just think alcohol is fucking dumb. It's fucking dumb. Let me ask you. When you wake up after a hard night of drinking, you feel like shit usually. (laughs) You wake up after a hard night of smoking, you're going to be fucking energized. So... Go ahead, do your research, and uh, choose your weapon carefully. Dear Diary, Today I gave a homeless guy five dollars. And the old lady behind me told me he was just going to use it for drugs. So I confronted him and asked him where I could also get drugs for $5. Hey, listen, let me tell you something. Life is crazy right now. And restaurants are understaffed. I had to go out and pick up another job. So Chuck is back in the restaurant game, and I'm not particularly happy about it. People are assholes, and I'm not looking forward to it. But the takeaway here is slow the fuck down when you go out to these restaurants. They're understaffed. People are stressed out. They're just putting new people out there. They don't have time to do proper training because nobody has time. Nobody has enough staff. People are working overtime. So when you go out, shut your fucking mouth and enjoy whatever food or experience you're trying to receive. Don't go out giving the people shit because they don't have a particular item. Companies are out of stock on certain things. It is what it is. I can't change it. They can't change it. The companies that make that shit don't have enough people. So this is going to trickle down and everybody's going to feel it. So when you go out, enjoy yourself or stay the fuck in, order pizza or Grubhub. It's not that hard. And don't go out when you're hangry. Hangry is a real thing. It's very real. And when you go out and you're talking to your server like they're hot garbage, just because you're hangry, first of all, it makes you look like an asshole. And second of all, (laughs) you don't know what they're going to (laughs) do. 
They might make your experience shitty. Everybody's understaffed. Fucking get over yourself. Or learn to make that shit at home, you non-cooking bitch. I don't even know why I wrote this down, but I have... Before cell phones, there was the rich guy in the neighborhood. He was the only one that had it. I don't even know where I was going with that. But I'm going to talk about this. (laughs) Maybe it'll jog my memory. I can't remember. I don't know. I think he was a nice person. He was the rich guy in the neighborhood. Oh, yeah. I remember that guy now. He lived down the street. He had a big-ass truck. That was the first big truck that I had, had ever really seen. He was a cool guy. He was really cool. One of the only big truck drivers who wasn't an asshole. Man, good times. That guy, he had a big-ass angry dog. I can't even remember what it was. Anybody would get too close to it, it would lose its mind. But that motherfucker loved me. (laughs) Crazy. Crazy times. Like I said, I don't even know where I was going with that. Maybe I just wanted to rant and reminisce about my old neighborhood. I don't know. It looked like a giant black box. It looked like a giant black payphone that you set in the middle of your console in your car. It was crazy looking. And now, just to think how far cell phone technology has come. You can plug that shit into your car with one fucking cord. I don't know. I think you had to bolt it in back then. (laughs) Had to get some kind of fucking mechanic to come out and fucking drill some holes and fucking strap that bitch to your car. Man, times have changed. Times have really fucking changed. Shit is moving forward. Now phones, they you can hold it in one hand. Damn. Man, that fucking car cell phone, you could use that thing as a fucking weapon if you could have unbolted it. <laughs> oh, man. Good times. Good times. Who remembers the Nokia phones? The little blue ones? Well, I actually had a little red one. Mine was red. They are as durable as people say they are. I know you've seen videos. People dropping them off of buildings, and they fucking break the concrete, or they fucking throw it at a window, and the window just explodes, or they run it over with the car, and the car flips over. That was real. Those were real experiments done by real people. I've seen it. That was also back when you only had to charge the phone once a week because that battery was so fucking amazing. Now, you're lucky to get a full fucking day out of a charge. Man, I remember I had a BlackBerry. That thing would fucking stay charged for fucking two, three days. But before the BlackBerry, who remembers Nextel with the walkie-talkies, the little beep-beep, beep-beep? That shit... I'm kind of glad that they got rid of that because that uh, the beep beep technology, it was just you could hit a couple buttons and then hit the walkie talkie button and you could talk to whoever's number you punched in there. I don't remember. It was like five numbers. Just go boop, 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 hit the button and start talking. 
And you could be talking to someone across the country, across the world. <laughs> I hope my buddy hears this. But there was one time we were going to see Star Wars. Damn, what was that? I can't remember which one it was. Maybe The Phantom Menace? Maybe. Don't quote me on that. It was one of the newer Star Wars. We're going to see that, and uh, we have our Nextel phones. Actually, I think I only had mine. But we get into the theater. <laughs> we hit some buttons and start randomly fucking beep beeping people. Beep, beep. Hey, what's up, man? I remember this. I'll never forget it. Beep, beep. Hey, what's up, man? They're like, hello? <laughs> but Buddy's like, what's up? This is all him talking. And the guy's like, yeah, who's this? He's like, we're good. We're at the Star Wars. The guy's like, what? We're at the Star Wars. What are you saying? Wars. <laughs> and that went on for at least 20 minutes until the movie started. <laughs> Next, tell phones. They were durable too, but not as durable as those Nokia's. Those Nextels, they were just, those were dangerous. I'm glad they got rid of those because <laughs> you could seriously just walkie-talkie anybody. And that was very, very fucking dangerous. <laughs> I'll tell you what was dangerous. You remember years ago when motherfuckers would dress up like clowns and just stand out in the middle of the street and just fucking be creepy? Yes, clowns are creepy, but you don't have to go making them extra creepy. That's, that's not the goal. They're supposed to be there for happiness and laughter, not fear. Those stupid fucks in the clown outfits were just standing there, swaying back and forth in the middle of the street, on the side of the street. They'd run up to your car. I never encountered anything like that, but I guarantee that they wouldn't forget me because I'd either fucking punch them or run them over with my car. Fuck you. You want to act stupid? <laughs> You're going to get treated like a fucking speed bump. And no, I'm not going to feel bad. What I'm going to feel is safe. I don't know what your intentions are. I'm assuming that you're going to pull a gun out of your wig. Or you're going to run up with your dick out. Either of those things, I don't want that happening. <laughs> not on my watch. So, uh... Get the fuck away. Get a fucking job, first of all. It's always a Tuesday afternoon. Don't you have some shit to do instead of dressing up like a fucking clown? Standing, doing nothing. Someone's gonna fucking beat your eyes shut. You better stop. You better stop. Wow, these questions on this questionnaire are out of control. Well, here's the last one. Let's see. How would you like your remains to be handled after you die? Wow, crazy. Just like everybody else, I would like to be scattered at Disneyland. 
Also, I don't want to be cremated. I have this PSA I want to get out there to everybody. Please get outside and do some exercise. I'm not saying do wind sprints up and down the fucking block. Get out. Go for a walk. A light jog. Just get the fuck out of the house. Move your body around. Go throw a football around, kick a soccer ball, do some bare-knuckle boxing. Just have some fun where your body is in motion. Hell, you could stay inside all day and have some crazy fucking sex. Like I said, as long as your body's in motion, your fucking joints won't get stiff. In the long run, I'm trying to help you. Because seriously, we're not getting any younger. By any means, none of us. Your knees, your elbows, your back, your neck, that shit's going to start hurting. Start tightening up. You're not going to want to get up and do stuff. But the trick is to actually get up and do something. I know you've seen those people who are just locked to their chairs. They don't want to get up for anything. And guess what? Those are always the ones that are like, oh, my knees hurt, this, that, and the other. I used to be like that. I used to be a complete sedentary piece of fucking shit. But I knew enough was enough. So I get up, I do something, I try and go for a little walk or do a little exercise routine, something to keep my bones and joints moving so I'm not just a fucking bump on the log trying to get my shit together you should too like I said I'm not saying join a fucking exercise group or fucking go on a six mile fucking bike ride a day that's not what I'm saying I'm just saying get out you know maybe do a couple jumping jacks touch your toes Twist, bend. That's why you're pulling your back and fucking whatever else. Because <laughs> you go to reach for something in a cabinet, pull your fucking lat. Now you can't pull, put your arm up over your head. <laughs> Come on. Move it. Move your body. Just do something that's not sitting on your ass for 30 minutes a day. I'm not saying the whole fucking day you have to do this. Just 30 minutes out of 24 fucking hours, you lazy piece of shit. I'm done with these fucking mosquitoes. Now hear me out. I got some salt, some rum, a stick, and a pointy rock. Hear me out. Hear me out. All right. So the mosquito, it lands on the salt. 
<laughs> Stupid bastard. But he thinks it's sugar. So he's eating it up. And then he starts to get thirsty. <laughs> so now this soda cap that's filled with water, <laughs> that's not water. That's straight vodka. <laughs> We're going to get this bastard drunk. And now, after he's drunk, he's going to wobble away, trip over the stick, and then he's going to hit his head on this fucking pointy rock, and then we're going to be done with fucking mosquitoes. <laughs> we got this. <laughs> oh, here's one now. <laughs> we got him. <laughs> Speaking of pieces of shit, I know you've seen these articles where people take their kids to the fucking museums and they're not watching their kid and then the motherfucker goes over and pulls down or breaks a fucking priceless painting or picture or a fucking sculpture. I fucking hate that. Those kids and the parents should be just fucking punched in the face and never allowed into a fucking museum ever. Fill a couple socks with quarters take all the parties involved to the back of the museum and just beat the shit out of them. First of all, you need to watch your fucking kids. And don't fucking tell me, ooh, kids will be kids. No, you have your kid out in public, so you need to watch them. Put one of those fucking leashes on them. I'm not against those leashes. No, kids are not dogs. But yes, kids are fucking unpredictable. So... Put the fucking leash on or don't go out to a museum and not watch your kid. I saw one where the fucking guy spent like six months. It was either like six months or six years, probably six months, working on a fucking Lego sculpture that he puts up in this exhibit. And guess what? A little fucking kid goes over to it because the dumb fucking parent wasn't watching them and they pulled it down because they were like, ooh, Legos. What do you think should happen to that kid and the parent? Kids will be kids? Bullshit. That would have never happened if the parent wasn't watching. So, take them all back there, sit the kid down, and make them watch as the fucking parent gets beat. Hey, this is fucking seven. This is what 7,000 hours is going to look like. And you just start punching the parent. Stomach, chest, throat, haymakers. You just start throwing it all. Because it's bullshit is what I'm saying. This would have never happened if you would have had your kid next to you. Like, are you not worried about motherfuckers... Taking your child? That's that's crazy. 
Nobody's talking about that. Hey, this kid destroyed this. Why were they allowed out there? By themselves. Next, you need to go to the parent. Take them back to that room. Once again, you beat them, you take them out, and then you pull them back. Hey, we need to talk to you again. (laughs) This is all about inconvenience. Because what I'm saying is you're a shitty parent if you let your kid do that. And then what? What do they always say? Oops, I'm sorry. I'm sorry my kid did that. No, fuck you. Let me tell you something. If that was me, (laughs) I'm going to fucking square up with you right in front of the fucking statue there. Right in the middle of the fucking museum. We are going to throw down, motherfucker. You destroyed my time and my effort. (laughs) Now I'm going to put all my time and the rest of my effort into whooping your ass. So now you're going to have a bill from the fucking museum and you're going to have a fucking hospital bill because I'm going to break your arm, bitch. This is how security needs to be. When they're standing at the front door and they see these kids walking in and the kid's like losing his shit, crying, yelling, you need to go, hey, you need to turn around. They cannot be in here because I'm telling you right now, if they go over there and pull down that fucking Michelangelo painting, you are not going to have a house or a future because it costs more than both. That's what the security guards need to be telling people. I know you've seen it where the kids (laughs) are losing their shit and the parents have to drag them somewhere. Nope, nope. You don't get to go into a museum at that point. You're going to spin kick that vase off of that fucking stand and now you're going to be $700,000 in debt. Nope. No kids in the museum. Nope. They're not going to remember that shit anyway. Please start going there maybe when they're 10 and they can understand stuff a little more and appreciate it. But younger than that, stay the fuck out. That's what Chuck E. Cheese is for. (laughs) Keep them the fuck out of the museum. Come on, parents. Think. Who remembers the Encyclopedia Britannica's? Who remembers that? It was like Google before Google was Google. (laughs) So what it was, was a volume of books, A through Z. And it was a reference for everything. You want to learn about something? Pull out the encyclopedia. You want to learn why... And how camels hold water? Encyclopedia. You want to learn about Mozart? Encyclopedia. You want to learn about the history of sewing? Encyclopedia. Like I said, it was Google before Google. But it was like 15 to 20 super thick books. Like these books were like five pounds a piece. Eh, three pounds a piece to be honest, but it was 15 to 20 of them that you had to keep in your home on a shelf if you wanted to learn and understand anything. Because the internet was so new back then, shit, you couldn't fucking get on there and try and do anything. 
just connecting with AOL took fucking 20 minutes. Man, just thinking about how far we've come. I remember those fucking encyclopedias. I think they still do them, but they're definitely digital versions. (laughs) I would love to see someone who still has those. That would be pretty fucking cool. Listen, you are not driving for yourself. You're driving for everybody else out there. So don't just think you're the only one out there who can fucking drive. Everybody thinks they can fucking drive. But guess what? They fucking can't. They do stupid shit every day. I've done it. You've done it. Just fucking obey the fucking laws. Get to your destination. You don't have to go 50 over the fucking speed limit. If that's the case, you need to fucking get up earlier. Maybe you should plan out your time a little better. Oh, I'm running late for work, so I'm going to bob and weave in and out of traffic like a dumb fuck. So I'm driving, and I look in the rear view, and I see this car fucking speeding. And I'm like, what are you doing, dude? What the fuck are you doing? He fucking zooms up right behind me. And just before I think he's about to hit me, I guess he thought he was in a fucking Fast and the Furious movie. Because just before he was about to hit me, he cuts to the left lane and then fucking zooms past me. I don't, I just don't get that. What are you trying to prove? You're not cool and you're going to cause an unnecessary accident. And then I'm going to have to get out of my car, rip my steering wheel off and beat you with it. Your little fast car isn't cool. So just get the fuck to where you're going. Nobody cares about your car. Ooh, it's fast. No, it's not. It's a pain in the ass. And you're a piece of shit. So uh, get off the road or I hope your tires go flat. All I'm saying is when you do stupid shit like that, I wish stupid shit on you. Eh, whatever. Fuck you, fuck off. Let's go, let's go. It's the end of the show. Hell yeah. I can go ahead and check off another episode. Thank you all. Fucking thank you all. This is amazing. Keep having fun. Enjoy yourselves. Don't take things too seriously. And just live your life. Enjoy it for what it is worth. Please, please fucking enjoy it. Have a good week. Stay out of trouble. And we're going to do this again next Friday. So get ready. And don't forget, the news edition, download it Wednesdays, 5 a.m., Check me out on Facebook and Instagram. Casually uncomfortable. Let someone know. Just one person. Just one person. Let them know. They need a little, you know, funny in their life. Ha ha ha! Chuck Jerome out. <laughs>